Octavius, I got a quest for adventure. You see that when you open the door, you can see into this enormous cavern, almost as far as the eye can see. It's sort of glowing with these purple crystals and green moss that glows. You are now in the Underdark. Open question, we'll never let it go. Doing it on a wrinkle show, we'll never let it go. Open question, got we still having fun. Don't you cry, no. can't die till the job is done. Open question, we'll never let it go. And welcome to episode 46 of Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some D&D fun times. I'm Caleb. I'm Bobby. I am the Senate. And I'm Spencer. <laughs> uh, we're going to be playing D&D later, but first, Bobby, what did you do this week? You you know what we did, Caleb. We watched an Easter Bunny puppy. Oh. <laughs> what, what an event. It's uh, by the same director of uh, A Talking Cat. Uh-huh. And a lot of uh, gay porn. What? <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. That explains so a lot much of... about a talking cat. He, film, he films both in his house. <laughs> in his two houses. That's his house? Yeah. Oh, my word. Have you seen an Easter Bunny puppy, Spencer? I think Spencer saw a talking cat. Yeah. Man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell well, you. Yes. Easter Bunny puppy's worse than a talking cat. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what, can, what can you say about it? <laughs> Uh, there's an egg painting scene that's like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. There's that one scene what, where what, that so, uh, female actress has a hoarse voice for one scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, we watched uh, the first season of Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's really good. I've seen the first it's, episode. Um, how how much like that is it? Because that was, it's uh, not, was good, I guess. It's not like that. The, okay. the pig one? Is that the one? Yeah. Um. I think that's the worst one of the first season. Okay, that's kind of what I figured. Um, I, I still liked that one, mm-hmm. but there's kind, there's not like a, the the payoff kind of isn't uh, yeah worth worth it really. It's much yeah. more sci-fi that's, that's, that's like a lot and social of, like, commentary than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the build up of that one's really good, and I I like how just like crazy the pace is. Mm-hmm. But um, the other two are definitely better and more fleshed out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the other two have like a big kind of sci-fi like concept that they go with like, it's not like just a, like a it's not just like oh the news is really terrible isn't it but there's <laughs> like a kind of a deeper satire going on okay. and they're they're really good especially the second one apparently that's uh, a lot of people's least favorite but that's the one i like the most it has the guy who is in uh get out get out oh, and okay. he's he's really good he's really good the main actor mm-hmm so uh, it's it's good. We're gonna watch uh, season two soon, probably. Okay, we 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 might start watching it again if you like it. The first one was just it was really good, but it was not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, they're all they're all really cynical and kind of depressing. So if you're kind of not into that, <laughs> okay. then maybe not for you. What about you, David? What did you do this week? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I. Uh, Take a drink. I thought I finally <laughs> figured out where I was when I hated Sean. 
Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Again, night. But you, you thought you thought you hated him before, but Sean finds new levels of hate to bring <laughs> no, out. No, I remember like exactly where I was like, man, like where I truly realized that I hated Sean. <laughs> Do you remember our first melee tournament, Caleb? Or uh, Project M tournament we went oh, to? Project M? Yes. Yeah, that's a good that's you, a good one. <laughs> do you remember what happened I believe when that, we got when they finally put us in pools? Well I'll explain it to the people who don't know. What yeah, I would describe I, I as angry story. humping occurred. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so, so I don't know this story. Alright, so they put us in pools and the first people that have to play are me and Sean. And Sean was not happy about it because I've, I've been, I was beating him pretty solidly, like just in friendlies. And so he's like, what? I gotta play you? We already know what's gonna happen. He starts like pelvic thrusting at me. <laughs> and like everybody in the whole like venue is like just like staring at Sean. Yeah. And I'm just what's like, this psycho. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like and this then, tiny like, back room. I do not know you. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. And I was like, Calm down, Sean. Well, so we start playing, and then, like, after our first... I beat him, and after our first match, he's like, See? I knew this was gonna happen! <laughs> and then, they, uh, we didn't have to play anymore. They changed the pools. Yeah, basically, so Sean, I don't know if it was specifically because of that. I think it was. they were already planning, but it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. So that's where I was when I hated Sean. <laughs> we all hate Sean. We can all agree that's, to that. Yeah. That yeah no human uh, would act that way. Certainly. <laughs> Especially not like no, there's no one. No one should ever. Act I, I like the 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 gesture that goes with it. That has nothing to do with it. He just felt like doing massive pelvic thrusts at you because he was angry. <laughs> like we're we're not exaggerating. That really no. happened. And I'm like sitting down, and he's like humping at like the side of my head. Yeah. So okay, so I I've, I've seen this happen before, <laughs> but it was he was like fully one shotted. Was was that a factor? In this? Or, no. Okay. No. Did he did he maybe have like a, he might a have lot of lycopene? Oh yeah, probably. I bet I bet he did have lots of lycopene. <laughs> we definitely ate before that. Oh man, so yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, <laughs> lycopene really sets Sean off. <laughs> what is lycopene? It's like a, it's like a nutrient in tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's very sensitive. <laughs> It's like sometimes ketchup will say with lycopene, so they don't, they specifically don't take it out. Right. <laughs> so Sean will become a, a maniac. <laughs> when, when did this podcast become the Hey Sean podcast? <laughs> well, last episode? Yeah. Or two? It's just going to be ago? that from now no. on. <laughs> whenever Sean, whenever Bobby hated Sean, is when it became like a Sean hate podcast. Whenever he walked in and then wanted a cookie <laughs> and then did not <laughs> want a cookie. Because it had coconut. <laughs> You brought this on yourself, Sean. <laughs> um, oh, and then I got a kitten. Oh, did you? It's not as important. Is it living there with you? Not right, not right now. Mom took it to the vet this morning. Oh, man. So I'll probably go get it this afternoon and bring it over. Yeah. Is it a boy or a girl kitten? It's a little girl kitten. Is her name Bigsby? No. What's her name? <laughs> That's the only uh, cat that Bobby wants. <laughs> Bigsby? <laughs> what, why? That's just a cool name for a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Maybe if I get like a, maybe if I get another cat, I'll call him Bigsby. Yeah. Uh, her name's Luna. She's a little black. Uh, she's a long haired cat. What about you, Spencer? What did you do this week? He got a cat. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> I didn't do anything cool. There's any of that. I'm playing a lot of Persona 5. That's really good. Oh, yeah. And I want, 
Bobby to play it at least or something. Well, I, I gotta play three and four. You do not because five is just better. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate to see your thunder, Spencer, but I remembered something else that I did that I needed to talk Please, about. Please go for me to talk about. I have been playing Dark Souls three. Yes, you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that Bobby played? And, no, I no. played the first one, and I don't love it. Yes, you do. That's surprising. No, David usually loves all games. It's it's just really hard. And that's like its thing. You can get people to... There's a really nice mechanic where you can invite your people car to play and... with you. And <laughs> then, but at the same time, if you're playing with other people, or if you have the ability to play with other people, mean people can come ruin your game. And then they get stuff for it, so they like to do it. And sometimes this whole like covenants that just sit in one area and ruin your whole life. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Punch-Out! almost, where it's... It controls, there's so little you can do with your controls, it's more about just knowing the timing of everything. Right. Like, bosses you definitely have to know the timing for, and if it were just, like, a boss gauntlet, that would be pretty cool, but there's also, like, like even just, like, trying to get to the next area can be really difficult. Like, sometimes there's, like, a bunch of places that, like, ads just, like, jump you from behind and stuff. And what does? Adds just like additional enemies, like, not bosses uh, or anything. Not, like, commercials like, for Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Oh, <laughs> so great. Oh, God, I hate it. Anyway, back to you, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Dark Souls 3 as well. Not Whoa. as much as David has been, though. Did you get to those ads? I did. So that's why I'm wearing, in the video chat, you can see me wearing like a big NASCAR Pepsi jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Looney Tunes characters on it. <laughs> No, I do not. Um, <laughs> but, Bobby, you need to play Persona 5 because it's really good. Well, everyone needs to, but it's like a huge time investment. The only reason I feel like I've played like a lot, I'm done with the first dungeon. Well, I I have like a thing where I have to play them in order. So is that a thing of you like don't want to be hit by stuff that isn't like that doesn't make sense? Like you want to story wise know what's going on because they're su- uh, they're not related. More at of all. just if I play the fifth one and then I really like it and want to go back and play three and four and then they're not as like polished. Okay, so that would be the case. So yeah, I guess start with three. Apparently, the way to play um, four is there's a version that was just for PS Vita called Persona Four Golden. Yeah, and that's like one of the only reasons I want to get a Vita. But yeah, I I, I thought the same thing. I <laughs> I don't want to just buy a Vita for one right. game though. Persona Five is really good. It has really good cutscenes, cool characters, and just general Japanese weirdness, which is neat. And then I've uh, been watching a lot of Legend of Korra. Which is really good. How, how far are you in that? I am almost done with season two. So, like, season one is a masterpiece, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, season one is, like, I think as good as Last Airbender. And then after that, well, like, I don't really so like it anymore. I've never seen it past where I'm at right now. Aaron says it just gets better as time goes on. And I really want to believe really? it. But like, I mean, as far as I'm aware, I don't know specifics, but season one was supposed to be all that it was. And so it wraps yeah. up super well. Start to finish, it's really good. It's like starts as a small story. The characters are all really great. And then season two feels like it really loses its footing. At least at yeah, the beginning. Definitely. It's about like, it is dissimilar to any of Last Airbender or anything before it. And mm-hmm. 
Aubrey Plaza's in it, and she isn't incredible, and so that's weird. Like, she generally is incredible, but she's not in this. I didn't know she was one of the voices. She Who is, is she? Uh, Desna, I think her name is, or the other one. She's the twins that are oh, Una right, right, kid. Right, she's right. the okay. one that yeah. okay. is his girlfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, so the Aubrey Plaza character the Aubrey Plaza, is played yeah, by Aubrey yeah. Plaza then. It's getting, so they're, in season two, there's a two episode thing where it totally changes art style and gives you the origin of like the oh, yeah. Avatar, like it does some crazy world bending and that was great. Like it was the best stuff in the season so far and now we're out of that and it's just like good again. So I, I don't know. I hope it gets back to some of the stuff that season one did. I think season three is pretty good. Uh, I don't really like season two. And I think season four is the worst one, probably. Oh, man. That's a bummer. I don't think that show, it, it like, really falls off hard. Does it pull the supernatural where they should have just stopped? Uh, it, it pulls the supernatural in the same way that uh, they fight God and then Hitler's in a watch <laughs> in the <laughs> no. next season. So Spoilers. It's like, yeah, they, wait, which, wait they, which show is that? Is that Supernatural or The Legend of Korra? Same that's universe, actually. Man, maybe I should watch that again. Well, yeah, that's... The, <laughs> so they fight uh, basically the anti-god in season 11 of Supernatural, and then <laughs> the only season, the only episode that I've seen of season 12 uh, is like Hitler's soul is trapped in a pocket watch <laughs> or something stupid like that. It is, it is pretty dumb. And uh, it's like, where do you go after you like fight... The anti-god. Well, nothing. You just <laughs> find Hitler in a watch. That's all that's left to do. What's worse than something that's going to destroy the universe? Hitler in a watch. Right. <laughs> and so the end of season two of Korra is that. And then seasons three and four are Hitler in a pocket watch. So Gotcha. <laughs> Did you think they stole that idea from uh, our super duper burrito squad with uh, Hans <laughs> Chang Mc whatever <laughs> McFoster? Yeah, pr probably. Uh <laughs> They probably saw that Google Doc and was <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> They're like, Shadow Lou, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Everybody watch The Last Airbender. That's a really good show. We're, we're yeah. trying to watch that because like, I've seen it, and so Morgan has never seen it, so I'll explain stuff every once in a while that's just again, kind of world-building stuff. It's kind of interesting to see it from a different perspective. She doesn't know Aang other than this dude with a bad beard. Right, and I don't know. Doesn't Korra kind of seem like a weird progression of The Last Airbender. Not, like, not it kind of doesn't make progression, sense. Like, super different. Like, Korra wasn't even originally related to The Last Airbender, but then they just kind of stole the art style and forced it to connect. At, at least season two on, I could agree with that. Season one, it feels like at least it, it had a solid war with a time jump and, like, certain, you know, ex excuses, I guess. I feel like it fits within the universe but anyway apparently according to aaron they're doing um so avatar last airbender was like kids show cora is kind of like you know teen young adult show and they are doing a more adult show eventually about zuko that would be pretty cool i like zuko yeah yeah i've only seen like the first season of cora but i liked it yeah but yeah it does, it does feel like really different mm -hmm. the first season's definitely worth watching it's really good what about sword art sword so, shouldn't somebody finish sword art Oh, has Spencer been watching? <laughs> I started Sword Art Online. I am on episode four or three episode four, I forget. But it's super depressing. And <laughs> Well, you just watched the most depressing right, episode. Yeah, episode three is like the saddest thing yeah, of all time. It's rough. And I guess I don't get it yet. Like, I, I, you get the premise really quickly. It's, it's simple, but the pacing of it and the tone of it is kind of 
other than being really depressing all over the place right now, which I get, it's the first three episodes of an anime, but then like there's part of me, it's like, do I want to watch that show that makes me sad and confused or the Great British Baking Show? And so <laughs> I watched the literal opposite of Black Mirror, which is, again, what I've been doing this week starting yesterday. The most delightful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it, it's like a weird. There's like a, a really great like sexual undertone between that old lady and that man. Oh, oh, Mary Berry and Mike Hollywood or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah. it's>, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, they're always like eyeing each other and giggling for no reason. <laughs> this, this is a great cherry pie, Mary. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, it was a cherry cake in the first one, actually. Let me fold your dough here. <laughs> <laughs> Just that scene from um, the Patrick Swayze movie. <laughs> He's behind her, just like kneading a pie. <laughs> but no, that's great. Like, seriously, if I ever fall into something that is just like something breaks within me and I'm beyond repair, like fire up the old Netflix box. Let's let's hop into some Great British Baking Show and just let it all wash away. <laughs> That show is kind of weird because I don't understand, like, what it is. Because it's called The Great Baking Cook-Off or something like that, right? So it makes you think that's going to be, like, a contest. It is. But it's kind of, but it's just, like, a, a, a man and an old lady, like, <laughs> oh. having having an excuse to, like, date each other secretly. Oh, no, I think you're watching... And then randomly it cuts to, like, amateurs <laughs> trying to cut it, like, trying to make these recipes, and then just cuts away, and they never finish. So my question for you, are you watching The Great British Baking Show or The Great British Baking Show colon Masterclass? Oh, I don't know. I watched it on TV. So there are two shows. One of them okay. is the show that I'm talking about with just the amateurs, and those two are the judges, and just hop on oh. and watch The other one is Masterclass, which I accidentally saw some of first, and uh-huh. it takes place after the regular show and it's just them <laughs> making the stuff from the show and just like flirting with each other yeah that's the one i saw okay okay <laughs> and they, they don't have, i guess it must be like you're supposed to watch the real show and then this is like a supplement exactly because so it's similar it, to bobby not wanting to play persona 5 just yet <laughs> i want to watch i want to watch the regular show before i watch Masterclass oh. again just to really get the sexual undertone <laughs> Oh, I think I think you should just watch Masterclass. It's all sexual undertone. <laughs> I love the great British baiting show Masturbate. It's really <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> What'd you do, Kale? Um this week, what did I do? Um watched Easter Bunny Puppy. Watched Easter Bunny Puppy. For some reason that's really hard for me to say. Oh, I, I watched um so I've been watching Starcraft Brood War. Um, and I got, uh, really into it and it turns out that no one has like cultivated like really, really old, like the very first Brood War games from like 99. So I made a, like a playlist and man, they are good. So the sets are like a demon world and there's spikes like jutting out of the ground and the chairs are made from human flesh for some reason. And then the StarCraft players are, like, wearing space mutiny outfits, like, sparkly silver clothing with, like, belt buckles all over them. And then they're just... So they tried to make it even crazier than wrestling? (laughs) That's basically what happened. And then there's, like, there's, like, mist, like, a a fog machine, like, three feet from them. So it's constantly just shooting them in the face with fog while they're trying to play. Only these old, (laughs) crappy, like, yellowed CRTs. It's pretty great. So it's actually like really terrible people. Like I'm way better than right now than those people are. But the sets are crazy, and they and they usually put like makeup on them, and so a lot of them will have like hair chalk in their hair where it's like red and <laughs> spiky, 
and they have like thick eyeliner on. They're just super uncomfortable playing a video game. <laughs> it's yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're not playing so well. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're like at this weird table made of flesh and they're like two inches away from each other. It's it's really bizarre. I don't know why it's like that at all. Um and then we also looked for apartments this week and we found one, so we're probably gonna move in in like a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Where at? it's in Hendersonville. What's the address? We're on our way. <laughs> Give me your social security number. <laughs> Put that on the podcast. <laughs> and we're planning on moving my cat Sophie in with us. So we've been she's been living outside for like the past three or four years. So she's been sleeping in my room and she wakes me up every day at two AM and then four AM for no yeah. reason. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I did this week. Let's go. We can use that one. Cyril, Cecil. East. Yes. You look at Bindle. He does not look well. Uh, you see that his face is pale. He's sort of sweating. Uh, he has several blankets on top of him. Um, and you know that he has what you believe is lung rot. Ooh. You should probably just let him die and then bring him back to life. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you look around. You're sort of small uh, housing that you've... Uh, made into the side of this large black tree. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, no, even after all these years, Cyril's impressed. <laughs> oh, how long has it been? It has been one year. Did we get out of the Underdark? You did not. You are currently in the under Underdark. You see that uh, Gracie stands next to you and really sort of gets down on one knee to speak to her. Is she like five now? Is that about right? That's about right, yeah. Uh, really kneels down to her. All right, sweetie. We're going to meet back here, right? You see that Gracie nods. Uh, he sort of puts his pinky out, and they pinky promise to each other. He gives a hug, and he gives her a kiss. And then uh, Rilly and Bill head to the west to look for medicine. Wait, what? Bill? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, I, oh, sorry, uh, Bill walks up to you guys. <laughs> he sticks his bum out to give you your classic handshake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to need some, like, having listened to the last episode with Bill in it. <laughs> A couple days ago. <laughs> All right. He he. Now he turns around, his butt looking at you, his butt and his face looking at you, waiting for your secret handshake. <laughs> Is it me? Oh, it's sort of in your general direction. All right. I I start to take off my shoes, <laughs> as we do for the secret handshake. Right. All right. He gets bored and stops. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys back here, right? Huh? Where, huh? Huh? Where are we going? Uh, you know that Really and Bill are going to head west through the, the towns that are in the Underdark to search for medicine, while uh, Cyril, Cecil, and Gracie head east. Uh, the idea is you will try to find a way into into and underneath the former Stormvale. Try to work your way up through there and find uh, some medicine for Bindle. Sounds good. 
You say that into Bill's butt? I do. <laughs> There's a little cavernous echo. <laughs> it comes out of his mouth. Like a <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> Are you prepared to leave? Uh, I uh, think Vanessa- so. Uh, Vanessa and uh, her son, Riley, are going to stay with Bindle and take care of him. I knew it. There's so much happening. Uh, She gives each of you sort of this hard chunk of bread to take with you. And when you're ready, you may leave. So before we do, is there anything else that you can tell us about the group that we, like our characters that already know that Um, has changed? If you have any questions. So our party right now, the additions that we weren't already aware of, Bill, Riley... Um, how old is Riley? What about Cora? Um, left not too long after you went into the Underdark. She sort of, uh, joined a, a city of Dark Elves that lived under there. Her being a sort of a fair-skinned lady, she was able to find work. Huh. I gotcha. <laughs> 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 Alright. Well, yeah, I guess, um, is everybody, Vanessa's looking pretty bad. Um, in, in general, everyone is, is fairly thin. Food is much more scarce. Uh, you live mostly off of wildlife. You haven't been able to grow any sort of crops, so you're sort of foraging and hunting. So do we look like malnourished or pretty freaking fit? Uh, kind of both. <laughs> yeah. You're, Wait. You're, you're not – none of you are – most of your fat has sort of been burned off of your body, so your muscles do show through. You're actually just muscle now. <laughs> right. Also, everyone lost their skin. <laughs> We're all just screaming constantly. All right, that's all I had then. As you head out of the sort of makeshift door in the large black tree, Gracie pulls from her sheath the last sun, looks through it to the stars, and is able to find the way west. Oh, that's cool. Stormvale Castle. Wait, where's Grayson? So when you when you well when you think about it, uh, some thoughts are too painful to no remember. Sorry, Bobby. All right. Did he eat like? He ate everyone's skin. <laughs> he ate himself. <laughs> no, he peed too hard he, and just he disappeared. He elusive folding yeah. in on himself. <laughs> he, he couldn't bear to see his muscle waste away at all, so he just <laughs> he peed he, himself to death <laughs> until he was nothing. He has that and ability. ate himself. He actually has that ability to choose, like, to pee out his muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's keep moving. All right, so you, you head west uh, for a, a few hours. Uh, you, you're aware that west is a city of these um, bat creatures. They're sort of like hairless, flightless bats, uh, but they're also, they also walk upright. Typically, they're, they're friendly enough. They allow you passage through. Um, as you approach the town, you see that just outside of it, there are a few bodies of these bat creatures. Can we tell what has killed them? Do a perception check or something? Yeah, you can do investigation or perception, whichever you'd rather. That is a 13. Now with a 13, you sort of move your torch towards the uh, corpses to get a better look. Uh, you, you see that there are wounds on the body. It doesn't appear like those were what killed it, though. You investigate the wounds and you see that there are teeth marks, but not like a wild animal, but more like some sort of humanoid creature. This town uh, is not especially far from your tree. Uh, so you could try and pass through it and avoid any creature if it's still if it's still there, or you could try to investigate to make sure it doesn't go after Bindle, Vanessa, and Riley. Uh, I'm good with doing that. Does that sound good, Cecil? Sure. All right. Then we cautiously enter the town. Uh, this town is fairly small. It's almost like a town in the American West. Everything's made of wood. 
you can sort of hear rustling coming from one of the buildings. There are about four of them. One of them you can one of them is two stories. You can hear a rustling coming from it. Trying to paint the picture of what this town looks like, the underdark itself, like what does the quote unquote sky look like here? Can we see like it's super dark, obviously. Can we see like ground up above us like a ceiling or um you would be able to but the ground in this particular area is incredibly high okay so if you were if you were to be able to light it you would see that it is sort of cavernous but in this particular area it is pitch black aside from the torch that you carry with you you want to sneak up there cecil or what do you think i'll follow you all right well i want to stealth up to the building then see if i can Check it out. Or can we see anything on the building itself that indicates where this thing got in or if there's even anything in there? When you examine the building, you see that the windows, some of them are broken. You can sort of see blood on some of the windows. Uh, But the door is no longer there. It appears like it's been ripped off or removed in some way. And when you approach, what do you want to do with your torch? Keep it lit or keep it with you? Keep it lit, fam. Uh, I will keep (laughs) it with us, but I'd like to put it out. Okay. And Cecil has night vision, right? Yeah. Cecil, so I'm going to put out the torch. You're going to have to be my eyes, boy. Seal's been working on his voice again, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we make our way toward the door. All right, so Cecil is going to lead the way. With me in tow. We're like right there together, kind of, but I can't see. <laughs> you just, you take care of Gracie. Oh yeah. Gracie, you good? All right, she nods in the dark. <laughs> She's all I, taken care of. I, I can see that she nods. I heard the I wind suppose. from her nod. <laughs> I'll head that way. <laughs> Cecil like marches in place. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Where'd he go? <laughs> All right. As you approach the building, the, you do hear the rustling cease. You see that the ground is sort of made of, or that there's a porch before the door. Looks rickety, uh, but if you wanted to enter, it should be fairly easy. Let's do it stealthily. You feel like it's gonna creak and crack. <laughs> when we get up. Up to the city, to Stormvale, try to find maps. I give him a dark thumbs up. We need to try to find sigils so we can teleport to destinations. Oh. With teleportation circle. I gotcha. Underdark is unmapped to my knowledge, but up top we would be able to go places. Let's try to get this door. (laughs) I'll see if it creaks or not. (laughs) Hey, you're going to step up onto the... The porch, the deck. Stealthily. Okay, yeah, give me a stealth check. Do you want the others to follow you? 23. All right, with a 23, you are able to nimbly step up onto the rickety wood silently. Do you want to walk through the doorway? It'll also be silently. Is it open? Uh, It is basically non-existent, the the doorway to this particular building. Yeah. Can I silently uh, inchworm in there? (laughs) You're going to lay on your stomach? Yes. Okay, yeah. You're going to creak through low through the door? No creaking. Or creep through, sorry. Uh, well... How, how uh, far can I stretch my neck through the doorway? <laughs> oh, that kind of creep. <laughs> uh, we, we'll use your last stealth check, so you should be able to make it through silently, if you just want to peek through. Huh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, everyone knows that when you creep, you become really loud. Huh! Well, huh! You have no inner monologue anymore. <laughs> I but also, also, your outer monologue's really stupid. <laughs> um, huh. I don't know if I see anything. Huh. Oh, well, um, huh. All right. Uh, as you peek around the doorway, uh, you see that on the inside it appears this was at once a saloon of some sort. Huh. 
<laughs> right. That's that's your when you, anytime you understand anything, that's the noise you make when you're creeping. Huh. Oh. Well. Salute. Huh. Oh. <laughs> do I see any booze? Um, you do not. It appears that oh, whatever's uh, how, in how, how is Cecil's alcoholism going? Yeah. You can't have any booze. Not well. You see that? Well, I'm sure he's tried to brew some out of some. <laughs> Stuff in the underdog stomps his own grapes now. <laughs> graps. Oh, they're graps. <laughs> yeah, in the underdog, they're graps. <laughs> really crazy. Um, you see that the alcohol that was behind the counter it appears that it's been it's been through. So maybe it wasn't long ago that, or maybe it, ha- it was a while ago that this happened. Uh, but you see the empty bottle sort of lying on the ground. Someone's been through it already. It appears, and you see nobody that they- appears to be in here. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. There are two flights of stairs that lead up to a balcony. There's several rooms. Can I do an investigation check just to be sure? Or do I need to do that? Am I 100% sure there's nobody in this room? You can do investigation or perception, whichever you like. Let's do investigation. 22. Okay, with a 22, uh, you do see that there are not quite footprints, but these sort of chunks of mud, um, mud- a lot like the mud that's outside. So at some point it was muddy when someone came through and you see it leading up the right staircase and into the rightmost room. Cecil, are you good? Who? <laughs> His neck cranes back out. <laughs> I feel it like inches from my face. <laughs> okay, you're good. Sorry. Um, can I do an arcana check? Yes. Ooh, also a 22. All right, with a 22, uh, you do notice that each of these buildings has a ward on it uh, to deter demons. Other than that, doesn't seem anything that would harm you. Huh. Huh. <laughs> ward. Huh. Which way is there a door leading to where they store the alcohol? <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't seem like there's another door to like any, any kind of cellar. seems like mostly it was behind the counter. Can I follow him after him? You can do whatever you want. Thanks. You're Sierra Leave Lane. Sierra Leave Lane. Would I take You're like the disadvantage? Star of show. No. Would I take <laughs> yeah, disadvantage on stuff? What do you mean? I can't see. Uh depends on what you do. I just want to do what he did, just like follow him in. Yeah, I don't I don't you think can you can press take the digitation a light for yourself. Ooh. I could if you really want a light, I could light you up. Yeah, but I just want a torch. You know? <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should relight the torch. So you you'd probably be able to move pretty comfortably. Yeah. You've been living in the underdark for quite a while now, but your senses would definitely be dulled, so you wouldn't be able to see as far or investigate as well. Zero, the coast is clear! Alright, I light back up the torch using prestidigitation, and then I'm just gonna follow him in. I mean, I'm not really like, loudly lumbering. <laughs> I'm not lumbering, I'm just kind of moving <laughs> in, you know? Just try to stay quiet, you don't have to like... I'm gonna sneak in. That's an 11. I imagine that if he's not doing stealth, he's basically Fatty McGee. <laughs> 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 Oh no, Cyril Evil Bane is coming. <laughs> oh man, he's taking the stairs. <laughs> so you do move over the wood. Uh, it does make an amount of noise. It's not too insane. <laughs> but it sounds exactly like the creep noises that Cecil's been making. <laughs> oh, 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 every oh. step. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> every time I'm just like, Cecil, what? What? <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear you. Let me walk closer to you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And I'm, I guess I'm inside and following him. Uh, Gracie does the same. Uh, and she moves silently, kind of embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scout out the rooms! And when you do walk into the room uh, with the torch, 
you do hear the scurrying come from oh, great. the rightmost room. And you are totally creeped out, Cecil. I mean, Cyril. <laughs> I look at Cecil, and I get his attention. I'm, like, pointing at the door. It's like, huh? Eh? Should I? No? Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Cecil goes, yep, burn it down. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I should point out that um, over the past year, uh, Gracie has become a formidable marksman with her bow and arrow. Five-year-old. Yeah, what's your excuse, Cyril? <laughs> is she is she taller than Cyril yet? Please. Um. Yeah, she's she's maybe an inch taller. She's pretty nice. proud of that fact. Uh, just put the torch out. I put the torch out. <laughs> <laughs> put the torch out and go back outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just take a dump. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's even better than man. This party is this is falling apart without Grace in here. <laughs> <laughs> Much to everyone's surprise. <laughs> I'll just take a steam and dump on the floor. <laughs> I think this is I think this is what we normally do. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Let's just check out this room. Let's try that. This is a good episode. <laughs> Alright, so you So is this before or after you dump? <laughs> That's actually a separate tangent. It's a different timeline. We're not in that one. Uh so are you going to so what's happening? <laughs> Are they not coming out of the room by now, since we've been talking for five minutes? Uh, no, you, you sort of, when you walked in, you heard the scurrying and then it stopped. But it was coming from that room. I'll just tell Cyril to wait in the main room, tell Gracie to ready your bow on that room. Okay. I ready my dagger on that room, too. Even though he <laughs> right. told me not, or didn't tell me to. How about that? <laughs> didn't tell you not to. He didn't tell me not to. I look at him like I don't want him to. <laughs> I lower it slowly. <laughs> I still didn't tell you not to. All right, I'm going to go check this other room. Are you going to walk up the steps? All right, give me another stealth check. 21. All right, with a 21, you are still able to silently move up the stairs. Uh, you're able to approach the room. You see that the door is not closed, but is there's sort of this slit in it. Like it's it's open, but not far. Look in. You are able to see, sort of see this figure moving about. Looks like it's sort of wearing this cloak. Oh, it's an action figure. What? <laughs> you know, they all wear clothes. <laughs> oh, can I try to silently open the door? Yes, give me a stealth check again. Or a sleight of hand if you'd rather. A 14. Okay. With a 14, as you push the door open, you do make a small amount of noise and you see the figure was sort of breathing. You can see it moving up and down, stops. And I would like you to roll initiative. It's a 5. 18. All right, so Cyril... As far as you can tell, nothing happens. Uh, you can barely see what's going on on the second floor. That's my turn. So the creature turns around. You see that it has sort of this old bloody cloak wrapped around it. it has this wild hair and beard. It's sort of covered in blood. Uh, and you recognize the gaunt face as Grayson Abernathy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's been creeping for a whole year. <laughs> and I would like you to roll initiative as well, Grayson. 22. I would like to... I can't see them, right? You you know the room pretty well, so you know that whoever was coming through the door, you kind of know where they are. But any strikes would be disadvantaged. I didn't hear them, though, right? You heard something. So you, you believe that someone's here now, specifically in the room, but you don't know exactly where. I guess I'm going to uh, charge at uh, where I think they are. Okay. Just kind of swing at them. All right. Uh, that's a 14. Wow, that's a miss. <laughs> Even he, he's impressed then, out loud. <laughs> oh wow! 
<laughs> I look at Grayson as like he stumbles past me. Wow. You really, huh? you really and then for the second point. attack, that's a 17. <laughs> that's a hit? Wow, that's and, really cool. And uh, 12 damage. That's just like off of melee. That's not even like with the last sun. Minus one damage. So 11 damage for a regular longsword. All right, then we will we'll go Cecil. Well, <laughs> hey, Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stop once I hear Cecil's voice. Okay. I just kind of stare at them. Well, stare at Cecil. I guess I don't see Cyril yet. Right. Do I hear anything downstairs? Or I guess it's not my turn because we're in initiative. Right, so you do hear sort of a tussle. Uh, you can't quite figure out what the noise is. They're sort of just shuffling of feet. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> feet? Huh? <laughs> it's been a while, but I see you still got it. <laughs> Where did what? I stab? Where did I stab Cecil? Uh, right in the stomach. Did you stab him? Like, do you still have a sword? I guess uh, he's got he's got uh, an object of some kind, sort of a rusty sword or a sharpened piece of metal. Yeah. So I go to uh, what? What's in this room? Uh, there is a bed and the body of one of the back creatures. Okay, I sort of go over to the bed and uh, gather like a few things and come back and sort of rub this herb on the wound. Okay. I don't say anything still, though. So are you going to be out of initiative? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cecil, out of initiative? Yeah, I I don't care. (laughs) I'll kill him. I'll I'll freaking kill him. I'll run upstairs then to check on what happened. Okay, and Gracie will follow. Uh, When you get upstairs, you see a figure that looks a lot like Grayson. Has a long, dirty beard and long hair. You notice that one of his fingers is missing. So it has this bandaged stump. Which finger is it, Caleb? It's uh, my pinky finger oh, on thank my left goodness. hand. <laughs> I thought it was his middle finger. <laughs> no, not his moneymakers. <sighs> those, are, those are still have those uh, protective gauntlets on them. <laughs> right. They're actually encased in like a, a tiny glass box. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's, it's like those... Uh, it, uh, like encased in amber just solid amber <laughs> around it i'm a finger model mama <laughs> a different breed <laughs> yeah so i i uh finish cleaning the wound out all right you see yeah. that uh, gracie stares up at you doesn't say anything i stare at her also and right, i tell her to go back downstairs okay she does and are you uh you pretty hungry grayson i nod uh i'll hand in my bread <laughs> I unhinge my jaw, and it just goes straight down my throat. <laughs> we hear it like a tin can going down a laundry chute. Just ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I sit down on the bed. What are you guys doing here? What are we doing here, Cyril? We're just passing through. We're just passing through. <laughs> <laughs> Good friends. Well, you guys should probably go. You come with? I don't think so. Oh, no. Well, all right. We're just going to get Bandle some medicine without you. Uh, yeah, then, <laughs> then I stand up. <laughs> What's wrong with Bendel? Oh, you know, just the old uh, long rot. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, you know, Man. incurable disease. Cecil knows how to play, people. Can I do um history check? Sure, history or nature would be fine, whichever you want. It just makes the lungs deteriorate. I don't I don't know anything about uh <laughs> About any history. In fact, you think that he's making up lung rot. <laughs> it does it does sound scary though, lung rot. Yeah, but I sort of look at him skeptically. <laughs> the air uh, air down here is not good for him. Makes his lungs turn to jello. <laughs> it's bad. So what's going on, Cyril? Uh I I look past. 
Dendal's really sick. With what? <laughs> with <laughs> with long rod. Man, he, he, alcohol makes him a better person yeah. for sure. <laughs> he's really sick with long rot, and he's dying right now. So we really do have to go, Cecil. Whenever you're ready. We're going up to the surface. What about a survival check? Can that uh, maybe tell if we know of any cures? Sure. Thirteen? <laughs> You've never heard of it, but you do know a cure for the disease. That's <laughs> uh, kind of what you get. Basically, you, you are aware that there are some plants that you could derive a cure from, but you don't know enough about them to know what they are. Do, do I know more about uh, this area since I've been kind of wandering around? Would I be able to lead them anywhere that they wouldn't already know? Uh, yes. In fact, uh, you frequent the – there is this large sinkhole underneath Stormvale that you frequent with a passage to the surface. And you know that it does lead into the city where the the Githyanki, the yellow creatures, have sort of taken up residence. Oh, man. You may be able to find sort of a cache of medicine supplies. Do you know where it's at? Yeah, as as they okay. start to walk away, um, hold on, guys, I'll I'll come with you. Good to have you back. I don't see anything. I, uh, Me neither. Fair enough. <laughs> I sort of take. You just grab the last sun out of. Grace's no, no, no. Hand. I have the rusty sword, and I just kind of saw my beard off. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> With the rusty sword, I'm, I'm already not in this room anymore. I'm back down <laughs> checking on Gracie. Vomiting. <laughs> A family of rats fall out. <laughs> I do the same with my hair, too. Okay. Oh. To kind of cut it back to the original length. Okay. When Grayson dressed my wounds, did I heal any? I guess give me a medicine check. 18? Yeah. We'll say D8 wounds. Can we heal? So you got seven back. Yep. Yeah, so I guess we go. I lead them to the sinkhole. I try to make sure that I'm between Grayson and Gracie on the trip. Okay, yeah, and as you as you travel with her, you do notice that she is visibly angry, but she does stay silent. So you travel west for a few more hours um, until um, you do are make. There any, are there any graps on the way? You do not see any graps, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's jonesing for some graps. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> you make it to the sinkhole, and uh, following Grayson, you are able to take this route, sort of up these this not especially steep rock face um, through this cavern. And you are able to make it to the surface. So who would like to go first through the sort of small hole? You have to sort of crawl on your belly to, roll, to crawl up through the hole. Yeah, I'm going first. So as you travel through the hole, you can sort of hear the wind blowing um, on the surface. As you crawl up out of it, you see that the rock turns to sand. You pop your head up out of the hole and you see that you see the city of Stormvale sort of now filled halfway with sand. You hear that there are two of these gith creatures speaking. Um, they appear to be guards, sort of guarding this building. And you have come here before, typically for food supplies, but you know that it's often kept, uh, or medicine's often kept here as well. Um, unfortunately, this hole is sort of right in the middle of this big open area, so you'd probably you probably wouldn't be able to sneak out unless you can think of something that I don't know about. Do they uh, speak their language? Uh, it appears that they are speaking common. Okay. Can I hear anything they're saying? Uh, yeah. You can hear they're sort of complaining about the architecture. All the buildings are slanty, and they do not approve of that. Just small talk, really. We really don't see don't right see now. anybody else besides those two? Doesn't look like it. Seems like this area is pretty barren, other than this one building. Most of the buildings are in much 
poorer shape than this one. That may be why they're taking up this one. Well, I uh, climb out and run at them. Okay. Roll initiative for me. Uh, 15. 9. 19 for Cecil. So you see that Grayson is going to leap out of the hole. Cecil, it is your turn. How far away are they? Um, you can just see past him. They're probably 30 feet away. I'll just firebolt them. Okay. 26. 26 is a hit. 8 damage. Does it do hit both of them? No, it's just a single target. Okay, there's one on the left and the right. Do you have a preference? Oh, uh, which one has a dumber face? <laughs> oh, definitely the one on the right. All right, then I'll hit the one on the left. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just nice. <laughs> it's pretty good. So the other one can go, <laughs> with his dumb face. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happens. A fireball flies out of the ground and strikes the leftmost gith in the face. And then the right one's enormous teeth jut out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> As, as his jaw sort of sinks into his neck. Oh! <laughs> his neck stretches over the hole to peer in there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, fireball! Oh! <laughs> and it is Grayson's turn. I love that joke. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one that never gets old or funny. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect balance, really. <laughs> so I'm also going to stab the left one as I get as I approach. All right. Uh, 24. That is a hit. And eight damage. This is with the uh, the sharpened pipe or whatever. <laughs> sharpened, yeah. The femur bone. Yeah. And second attack is a 14. That is a miss. I guess I'll make a precision femur bone attack. Whoops. Okay. 17? That is a hit. Uh, 15 damage. It is Cyril's turn. Okay. Um. So you're, you're deeper in the hole. Okay, yeah. So I, your, gonna, your small size would make it easier to get out. So you, you may be able to run. I do that. Run out. Um, and then I examine both of the two guys. Which one at this point has the dumber face? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, Thanks. the one on the left is more dumbfounded. Uh-huh. But the one on the right is just so dumb looking. <laughs> and I charge <laughs> the at the one on the left. Did like, mess up his face or anything? Huh? The fire didn't mess up the left one's face? Uh, yeah, it, it did. But the right one's still dumber? Well, the left one looks more horrific than dumb. Had to fix that. <laughs> but yeah, I do charge at the one on the left, then. Is he close enough to where I can attack him? Yeah, I think so. You should throw your spoon spear at him. Yeah, that's a 25. There's a hit. And 12 damage. Does it hit his dumb face? It does. It scoops out his dumb face and yeah. kills him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, I, I look at the other one and point. They're weak to scoop. Now who has the dumbest face? <laughs> oh, Grayson's back, everybody. <laughs> All right, the gith on the right is going to draw his sword and attempt to attack. Put his teeth back in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going he's to ratchet his jaw back where it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, and he's going to attack, I guess, Grayson. He's going to uh, swing with his sword and miss and then get a... 18? That's a miss. I'll, I'll repost. Okay. 26. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a hit. And then uh, 23 damage. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what kind of swords do these guys appear to be using? Uh, they are very strange swords. They're made of this black metal. Gracie is going to pop out of the hole and fire at the gith on the right. And she is going to strike him. Sort of hits him in the thigh. And it is Cecil's turn. Is gith on the left dead? He is. Yeah, his face, his his face, face is inside the spoon. spoon. <laughs> yeah, It actually, it was like launched out like a melon baller, still uh, on fire. Well, I was going to say, if it's still in the uh, the spoon spear, he, spin, or 
Cyril can like fling his face at the other one. <laughs> the flaming face. I'll just firebolt again. 17. There's a hit. What? Or four damage. All right, when he is struck, he also dies. So very quickly and fairly silently, you're able to take out the two gith. I'm like wiping at my spoon spear with the dirty shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> and now you have flaming face all over your shirt. <laughs> can I uh, do a investigation check on the swords? Yes. 21. Okay, with a 21, you know that it is what is known uh, as black steel. It's one of the components to making starlight steel. So it's fairly rare, but doesn't have quite the properties of starlight steel. I guess I'll hand it to Grayson. Well, uh, does Gracie still have my sword? She does. I don't think you want to do that right now. I don't think you want to take your last son right now. But I, I see it. It's right, it's right <laughs> there. But she's got it. Yeah, you see that Gracie sort of grabs at it protectively. I take the sword that Cecil hands me. So you should be able to enter inside this building. Uh, it doesn't seem like there is anyone else around. Is there a way to, like, the library or a place that they would keep maps or anything? You would expect that would be inside the castle, further west. You, as you look at the castle, you see that the large ship is still perched, sort of crashed into the castle. Uh, and you see there's sort of smoke, as if there are fires being lit outside of it. It's probably where they're holed up for the most part. You are able to travel into this building. It's larger than it seems. It sort of has this back room. It's filled with some foods, mostly like canned foods, dried foods. Uh, but you do also see these uh, medicinal herbs. Some of them are made into uh, like real medicine, been concentrated. Do we know which one will help with lung rot? Yeah, you, you expect that any sort of antibiotic will. Okay, well, I mean, we, we just might start as well just them. like scoop, scoop a whole bunch into our bag. Yeah. Scoop, you say? <laughs> he says <laughs> yeah. as he flings a face out of his spoon. <laughs> <laughs> the face hits me in the face. <laughs> just like slides, good old times. down, <laughs> yeah. I'll start preparing a teleportation circle. I would imagine I would have made a sigil in our tree home to teleport to. Yeah. So I'll start getting that ready. Also, I'm supposed to learn two destinations deemed by you, and so one of them can be, I guess, our tree in the Underdark, and then whatever I guess you want the other one to be. And then I can learn more from maps. I can learn more after like studying like a minute or something. So as you're perusing through the shop, you sort of hear this stepping, almost like suits of armor. You sort of see out the window this large lizard-like creature. Uh, on the back of it are about five of the gith. appears like they're just patrolling and they've spotted the two gith bodies outside the shop. Okay. Um, I want to get a jump on them and cast Shatter. Are you going to jump out the front of the store? I'm not jumping anywhere. So shatter, I don't have to move, right? Like okay. I can, if they're within range, I'll just cast it where they are. Sure. So they're probably 60 feet away right now. So you sort of peer out the window and cast shatter. Uh, they do pass the roll, however. They take nine damage, but they're real shook up. All right. Um, I guess give me a stealth roll as well. That is a 25. All right. With a 25, you're able to do it silently. You see that they are stunned and damaged. They don't quite understand where it's coming from. And I would like everyone to roll a perception check as well. Uh, 15 for Grayson. It's a 5 for Cyril. <laughs> 7 for Cecil. Grayson, you're able to sort of hear this low rumbling. No, no. Did I release a sandworm or something? <laughs> you recognize this as sort of the... So between uh, Stormvale and the castle that was once uh, Tian Naladin, there's now a great desert. Um, and among the desert, there are 
hordes. So the the Gith rule the area that was once Stormvale, and the refugees inhabit Tien Aladin, but between it is ruled by these hordes, sort of these uh, riders who who uh, drive these of Rohan? carriages. <laughs> what of Rohan? These riders of Rohan. Uh, no, these they're these hordes. Dothraki, basically. The Dothraki, essentially, yes. Uh, and they are. You, you recognize this sound as their war drums, and it uh, begins to get louder and louder. <laughs> I can <laughs> feel yeah, it. Phil Collins, led by Phil Collins. <laughs> you need to finish that spell, Cecil. I'm I'm working on it. It takes a minute to cast. <laughs> How long has it been? Um, not long. Maybe a few seconds. Ugh. So you can hear this noise getting louder and louder. The men that were on the large lizard leap off, begin to they sort of scatter, begin to search around. The large lizard leaps. <laughs> Can we lock the door? Is there a... Uh, yes, there is. And you, some of the windows are open, so you may be able to crouch down and sneak underneath them. Or if you'd like, you can run, get over there quicker, just run past it, lock the door. Can, can Seal just run under the windows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That, that would probably be better. Okay. You can do that, Cyril? Yeah. All right. You see that the, the door, uh, although it is... The door itself is not especially strong, the lock is very still in good shape, and you are able to lock it. The windows also have little doors on them. What are those called? Like shutters that also can be locked, if you'd like to do that as well. Uh, yeah, if, if they're not looking in this direction, then yeah. Okay. Um, then I'd like you to give me a stealth check. Whoever's going to do this. Is it Cyril, uh, I guess? or Yeah. Well, Who- you have way better stealth, so you should probably do it. Okay. Um, a 13 for me. So the 13, you are able to quickly and silently close these windows and lock them. If you press your face right up against the shutters, you can sort of peer out the slits in the doors and see out of it fairly well. Uh, but you don't imagine they'll be able to see in. And then, I guess, just get everybody to back up towards the circle that Cecil's making. Um, get ready to the way step it works, onto it. There's going to be a portal, like, in the circle when you just run through it. And it'll take you back to uh, the tree. Does it make any can noise? Can you, like, cancel it once we're all in? Or does it, it just last... It lasts up until the end of my next turn. Okay. I guess after it's up. So it's just like a few seconds then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do hear the noise getting louder. And as you peer out of the sort of slits in the window, you see this enormous horse. Its hooves are sort of lit aflame and it's leading this chariot. In the chariot is a humanoid creature, sort of painted red, his whole body. He has these enormous horns on this metal helmet that he wears. There are several other chariots that crash into the, the gith that are searching for you. That's a uh, 20 history check on that guy. So you know that um, this particular horde is sort of the, not necessarily the largest, but the most powerful among the hordes. They worship the red god, Beeling. Oh no. You can tell by the paint. So the horse, the carriage, even the people are covered in this red paint. So several of these chariots appear. You see them quickly dispatch the gith. Uh, you hear some talking, and they are they too are mentioning this cache of medicine. Mm. You can sort of peer out of the slats. It seems like they know that this is the building, but they doesn't seem like they're in any hurry. Um, would you give me a stealth check? 17. Uh, that's an 18 for Grayson. And... <laughs> 11. Oh, well, your, your I mean, stealth is good. The stealth is good, but I did not roll well. There's a bunch of, like, drawing, like, running <laughs> yeah. around with chalk. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going! <laughs> yeah, so. He actually yells that. No, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cecil hurrying, makes a bit of noise, and Gracie sort of lets out a, a verbal whimper. 
as she peers out of the window. You see the- I, uh, I pull her back, kind of like forcefully put her behind me. Okay. You see through this slat, the horned figure step off of the chariot. He sort of steps onto this lower rung. The chariot itself is enormous. He steps onto this lower rung, and then you hear his voice. Worm! Worm! And then you see this green goblin walk around the chariot. Yes, master! No! Oh, oh no! All right, the figure sort of points down at the ground, and you see Philp. No! Sort of get on his hands and knees no! under, right underneath it, and the figure uses him as a step to step into the sand. I was going to say, Cecil doesn't actually mind, but David does mind. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. The creature, uh, hearing Gracie's gasp, sort of directs his attention towards your building. You see him uh, remove his helmet. You notice that the horns are not actually attached to the helmet. They are protruding out of the creature's head. Uh, the creature's body uh, is very large and muscular. He has these large fangs. And other than the horn and fangs, you notice that the face is of drained dark silver. Oh, God. What? So I'd like you all to roll initiative. And I'll say three turns, and we'll have the spell done. Did we know what it was, what he is, based on that history? It seems like he is probably the possessed Beeling. Okay. Uh, that's a 10 for Grayson. 24 for Cecil. Uh, a real bad number. Uh, 6 for Cyril. Alright, so you and Grace, you're going to go at the same time. You right. basically just have to just do it yeah. in a circle, yeah. So Gracie is going to attempt to draw her bow and fire it out of the window, unless one of you would like to stop her. Um, I yeah, I, I'm still like holding her back. I've kind of got her like planted. <laughs> then I'll just work on the circle. Then then Gracie is going to attempt to sort of wrestle away from you, Grayson. Give me a strength check. Twenty five. You are able to hold her back, and then it is Grayson's turn. Is she still holding the sword? Um, it is sort of sheathed in this makes makeshift sheath. I sort of steal it away, or I try to. Okay. So you can give me either, I guess, strength or sleight of hand. 23, strength. <laughs> you rip off her arms. <laughs> okay, she can't make that. Yeah, you were able to take it away. And then I stand in front of her, just kind of, I guess I ready an attack if they get in. Okay, Cyril. All right, um, looking out the window, this war party, as far as they're set up, we know there's a chariot in the middle, and Philp is right there. How many others are, like, around them? Is it, like... Uh, Dozens they are actually, of them? Yeah, most of them are further away. Okay. I don't think they expected to have to fight anyone other than those gith. Okay. Um, so there's, so prob- I'm there's probably pick- three people on the large chariot and four more on one pretty close to you. So we know that this dude is the most imposing of all of them. Is there anyone else in the group that's pretty darn big but not necessarily close? Like, No, most of them are not nearly as big as him. Most of them are fairly emaciated. Okay. All right. I'm going to use hypnotic pattern then. Okay. So a 30-foot cube, I'm going to make it like in the air, kind of diagonal to us. You want to do it like in the center of the group? Sure, yeah. So I'll do Beeling, and then I'll do each of the chariots. Beeling passes. Um, I'll just do all the chariots at once. Okay, well, they, that, they all failed. Let's say that. They got a natural one. Then it is their turn. Okay. So I'm going to do a roll with this guy. Um, he's going to do an Arcana check, essentially, and he is able to tell where it is coming from. I imagine he sees me, like, peeking up over the window, and then I duck down really quick. (laughs) All right, he's going to grab from his side this whip. It appears to be made of flame, and he's going to whip it towards you. Boom, do 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 Bow, bow, boom, 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 boom. 
When the serial comes along, you must wait the- Okay, how close are you guys? Are you all looking- I mean, are you all looking out of the same window, I mean? Sorry. I mean, I'm at, least, I'm at the back of the room. Yeah, and Gracie and I are- A little further back, but I'm, like, at the window, I imagined. I've got Gracie, like, as close to the circle as possible. Gotcha. Okay, we'll say that um, it just hits Cyril then. Or it misses you, but it's hit, aimed at Cyril. Uh, you see that the whip sort of cuts through the wall and fl- sort of, like, swings just over your head. <sighs> so you sort of see the chunks of the wall start falling off, and he is able to see into the room. And it is Cecil's turn. I will continue with the circle. He has approached. Grayson, would you like to jump out of the window or anything like that? He's close to the that, the building now. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and attack, I guess. So you're going to try and leap out of the window? Do I need an athletics? Um, athletics or acrobatics. You can crash through it or try and leap through it gracefully. 27. You are able to sort of smash through it and land roughly beside him. Then I'm going to get him. Oh my god, he's going to get him. Uh, 27. There's a hit. 9 damage. Uh, that's probably a miss. 14. It is a miss. So now it's Cecil's turn. Yeah, I'm just going to continue the spell. So that's turn two of spell. Correct. Yeah. I like the idea that it would, um, he would be faster at the spell if he wasn't so small. Like a normal person would just be drawing a circle. He's like running with chalk <laughs> in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it is Grayson's turn. I'm going to get him. Oh, he's going to get oh, him. Oh man, he's going to get him so hard. Uh, 21 and 13 damage. That was a miss. Then I will use my action surge. That's also a miss. And 17 is a miss. Ooh. I'll use a precision attack on that one. Uh, 21 and then nine more damage. It is Cyril's turn. Probably not. I would provoke an opportunity attack by running by him or doing something. Uh, yeah. You're going gonna to say hi to Philp? I was going to try and go get Philp. Philp hates me, though. Remember that. He's going to try to kill me when he sees me. Yeah, it's fair. But Bill hates me. Que sera, sera. What? He doesn't hate you. He tried to butt shake you or whatever. <laughs> I know. You just didn't do it. Right. Well, that was the moment Bill started hating him. They were actually good friends up until that point. <laughs> you don't turn right. down a butt shake. I'm going to... Would you rather me... Well, I can't ask Grayson that, given the situation. You can ask Gazoo Grayson. Hey, Gazoo Grayson, would you rather Gracie or you be invisible? Oh, well, I don't care, dumb dumb. <laughs> Make yourself invisible for all I care. Um, that would do nothing. Toys. Probably Gracie. Okay. Then, uh, of my options, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Because I forgot what Bestow Curse does right offhand. I mean, I know it does damage, but I don't remember how much. Actually, I do I do want to use Bestow Curse on him. Because one of my choices for the curse is that he has to make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of his turns. If he fails, he just can't do anything. Okay. It is a pass. <laughs> Alright, well, I... Try to back up and be in between him and Gracie now that Grayson's gone. And then that's kind of my turn. Oh, wait. I actually skipped Gracie's turn. So you, are you going to try and hold... She's going to try and go after uh, B. Ling, unless you hold her back, Cyril. I'm going to try and hold her back. Give I don't know if I can. check. Well, she is a five-year-old girl, so I think, I, I think even Cyril you has You underestimate me, sir. <laughs> does she have a neg to string? She does. So that's a seven. Oh, no. Then Gracie is going to sort of slip past you. Uh, she's going to pull a dagger out of her... Oh, my word. ...ankle, her ankle, around her ankle, and trying to <laughs> it was, stab... She, she was <laughs> yeah. stabbed, and she just pulls it out. <laughs> that happened ah! a, few, a few weeks ago. She hasn't got around to getting that out. They've been real busy. And she's going to try and stab uh, Biling. Jeez. Uh, and it is a miss. And he is going to repost. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, no. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah. It's also a miss. Don't worry, guys. Woo! <laughs> All right, he's going to sort of swing at her with his clawed hand and also miss. All right, Cyril. I'm making her invisible. Oh, sorry. Wait, I meant Cyril gets another turn? Uh, okay, okay, I thought it wouldn't be turn yet. <laughs> I just knew what my heart oh, wait, wanted to actually, do I, now. I, I skipped the bad guy again, too. Actually, let me, let me do let me do Bling first. All right, he is going to attempt to strike Grayson. That is a miss. He's going to try and strike you with his whip. Now it is Cecil's turn. Since I'm going the same time as Gracie, can I finish the circle like as she's doing her turn? Oh, that yeah. was the second one I thought that you'd... Right. We she actually is going to have another turn. Okay. This is turn three, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So is it not finishing this turn? It is. Okay. So it's done? Yeah, but no one is near you now. Just you, I think. <laughs> Ding dong, the circle's done. <laughs> and then he disappears and closes it. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm not going through it yet. <laughs> Okay, so who has the medicine? Hold the door! Well, you said <laughs> oh, we would no, have to scoop it no. up, so I imagine Cyril does. All right, Cyril has it, yeah. Pack. All right, so you are going to go through, right, Cecil? No. No? I mean, you, you can, and just hold wait. it on the other side. I mean, it basically, it lasts one round, so it only lasts, like, five seconds, so. Okay, we'll say it would open on this turn, it'll close at the end of next turn. So after Beeling goes, next turn. Uh, so what are you going to do, Cecil? Uh, I mean, I can't cast anything, can I? You should be able to. I, mean, I, th- I think you're not... Yeah, no concentration. So. Right. Okay, so like it finishes that turn, and then I actually get a turn. Right. So I'll cast Storm Sphere. I guess right on billing. Yep. When it appears or ends its turn in there, has to make a strength saving throw or take 2d6 bludgeoning damage. And you can like cast a lightning bolt this mm-hmm. turn, right? On a, as a bonus action. So I'll do that. 18 misses, right? It does. Uh, do you sculpt the storm around Philp? I don't... I don't you don't see, know who Philip is. I don't so. see why I would. Yeah, no. Then it is Grayson's turn. I thought Gracie goes again oh, right sorry, after. I didn't write that down. You're right. I yell at Gracie to run towards the circle. Right. Uh, she hears you. She seems like she is going to continue to fight, specifically to spite you. You gotta grab her and run. All right. She's going to attempt to stab at Beeling again. Uh, she does strike him with a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Right in his Achilles tendon. <laughs> okay, she does uh, ten points of damage. Jeez. Alright, now it is Grayson's turn. I sort of stop what I'm doing and grab her, but I try to do it in such a way that uh, I'm kind of shielding her from the uh, opportunity attack that's going to happen. Sure. I grab her and then run towards the circle. Alright, so give me a strength check, because she is going to try and continue to fight. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> That's a one. That's a one. So you are, you are unable to grab her? You can still shield her if you'd like? Yeah. Okay. So you're, you, but you are unable to move, basically. Well, with her, at least. I assume you would rather hold her yeah, than I, just I, leave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but you are able to at least get between them. Okay. I, I yell for Cyril to get her. It is Cyril's turn. Um, it would be my action if I made anybody invisible then. So I guess I'm just going to try and grab her myself and go. And you, you, you probably can run and grab her okay. and run back. Um, that's a 15 to grab her. You are able to get a hold of her. But I can't run with her, we decided. Uh, you can. You won't be able to make it back to... Okay. So we're just going to start heading that way then. Okay. You're able to sort of grab her like a seatbelt. <laughs> you know how seatbelts do. Well, like uh, above her shoulder and under her armpit. Yeah, yeah. Good firm grab. Yank her away. That will provoke an opportunity attack, but it will be sort of covered by Grayson. Um, and it is a miss. Um, it is Beling's turn. 
So he is going to attempt to grab Grayson, and I would need I want you to make a Constitution saving throw. Right, so he's going to place his hand on you. Seventeen. All right, with a seventeen, you do succeed, but you take you still take some damage. You sort of feel th- this presence sort of in your head, and you take uh, nine points of psychic damage. Hi, Grayson. It's me. I'm in your head. <laughs> The worst thing you could think of, a very feminine Cyril. Hey! No, no, no. <laughs> I'm ready, are you? <laughs> oh, no. This is a nightmare. <laughs> Get it out! <laughs> Stupid, sexy Cyril! All right, it is Cecil and Gracie's turn. So now you see that the portal is starting to close. You guys got to go through it. It's, it's, yeah, Gracie, you've got to come on. I motion for Gracie to go through the portal. She is going to uh, break away from Cyril, but head towards the portal if you just allow her to go double run yeah i do and she is going to run into and through the portal and she Ooh. disappears in a voip bamf <laughs> she bamps away <laughs> cecil so yeah go through i i yell for both of you guys to go through i look at grayson i nod i run through the portal all right uh you do make it through oh you see that you are in the you see the blackened wood of the tree home sort of in your room and it is grayson's turn you better come. How close is Cyril to the portal? Um, He's about halfway, so let's say 10 feet, something like that. He can make it, though, on his next turn. Yeah, both of you should be able to. Seeing that Gracie went through the portal, I kind of smile, and I turn around, and I uh, attack Billing Ball. Okay. That's a 24. Is it hit? 12 damage. And then the second one's a miss. Uh, he is going to repost you, and it is a miss. Cyril? Uh, you see that Grayson is not coming towards the portal, and the portal is beginning to get very small. Uh, is he looking at me? No, he's not. He's fighting. I'm only ten feet away, so I cast greater invisibility on him, and then I go. So you two leap through the portal, and you arrive in the tree home. Let's see. So you are invisible. I'm going to say that Beeling is still going to attempt to uh, touch you once more. So if you'd like, give me a constitution saving throw with advantage. Um, 14. You feel that you are under his control, and you take 30 points of psychic damage. Uh, you see that Cyril disapp- disappears through the portal. Uh, Cyril and Cecil? Uh-huh. You see that the portal on the other side is getting smaller and smaller, until it eventually disappears. The end. guys uh i don't know what's gonna happen next this is a a wi- this is a wild and crazy episode wet and wild for sure whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> i like when bobby doesn't know what to say he just makes noises yeah oh. just bobby thank goodness it's only bobby that does that <laughs> uh bobby who's your secret winner this week uh my secret winner for this week is the scientist who came up with the cure for lung rot <laughs> yeah thank god for him that brilliant man or woman Thank you, Bobby. Yeah, so my uh, secret password is Boner, you're bonerless! Woohoo! <laughs> wow. 
Sure. <laughs> what about you, David? Who's your secret winner this week? Philp is my secret winner. It's a secret to everybody. <laughs> Would you like to know my password? Yeah. Password? What's that? I bet I've used that one too. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Spencer? Who's your secret winner this week? I just dropped a thumbtack beside me. I don't know where it is. Oh, no. It's on the floor. Stomp around, see if you can find it. <laughs> um, my obvious winner is Grayson. My secret winner is, uh, yeah, I guess the bat people that we never saw in any way. Well, you saw a dead one. Yeah, saw a we did see a dead ones. one. We saw a dead body. He might have been eating them. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and my secret password is Beaky Buzzard, the Looney Tunes <laughs> character we've been referencing for like huh. a month and a half huh. now. And never oh, named. that's that guy's name. Beaky? Beaky Buzzard? Huh. Beaky huh. Buzzard. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, my secret winner is also Philp because he, he finally got his dad back. I think that's just that's good. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's so sweet. <laughs> what a heartwarming tale. Uh, my secret password is oh nothing makes me sadder than the agent lost his bladder in the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> he really is just gonna do that. Huh? <laughs> All right. So if you guys want to tell us who you think your secret winner was, uh, you can tell us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. We're at Quest for Ad. Our website is quest-4-adventure.com. You can email us at thequestforadventure at yahoo.com. We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. And we're on iTunes. Um, and the best way to support the show is to get the word out. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, tell your new kitten. Looking at you, David. Yeah. Tell, tell Bigsby. Tell Bigsby. And a great way to do that is to leave us a review on iTunes. Do we have a scale this week, Bobby? Uh, the scale is movie sequels. Movie sequels. So we will we will rate some movie sequels, and then you'll have a better idea how to rate the podcast. I already know the five star. What's a one star? S. Darko. S. Darko oh, no. is one. Oh, yes. Man. Good. I, like, blocked that out. You just ruined my day, Bobby. That's <laughs> That's the entire reason I wanted to do this, so we could talk about S. Darko. <laughs> that, I've I, never so heard bad. of that in my life. Oh my god. Good. S. Darko is the sequel to Donnie Darko, kind of. Yeah. In the worst way. It is the worst way. In the way. absolute worst way possible. Ugh, I'm, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst films. Oh my god. We And we when we saw it, we loved Donnie Darko a lot. Yeah. So At it's, least I did. Yeah, yeah. That was one we watched like over and over. And then as- we, yeah, we saw Donnie Darko like on demand once after school at your house, and then we just like kept watching it. <laughs> like every, <laughs> we had senior projects, so we would get out of uh, school like an hour and a half early, and then we would just go to Caleb's house and watch Donnie Darko <laughs> or Guiding Light, also Guiding Light. <laughs> I forgot we watched Guiding Light. <laughs> Man, S Darko is terrible. Yeah, so S Darko is like a like a bad sci fi channel movie, but only if but like if it was attached to something great, right? It's like it was like if Sci-Fi made a Godfather sequel. <laughs> what about Kindergarten Cop Two? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's also probably a one. One star. We didn't finish that. It was really bad. <laughs> uh, what about Joe was... Dirt Two? <laughs> that's a one I've, star. Yeah. Straight to straight to crackle. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Joe Dirt Two, but yeah. The fact that it went straight to crackle was a joke as soon as it happened, but now it's really a joke. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, too, though. You have to take into account the. Uh, the preceding films. So is Joe Dirt 2 really a one star compared to Joe Dirt? Yes. I think Joe it Dirt might be. Joe Dirt 2 was, was pretty terrible. Was actually watchable? Yeah. 
But what about kindergarten cop? <laughs> you guys got to tell me everybody about that. Everybody loves kindergarten cop, but everybody hates kindergarten cop too. <laughs> yeah, I think these are all fair one stars just because of how crazy low they go. All right, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. So what's a what's a two star? See, ones that aren't terrible, but you definitely didn't ask for them. Right, Pokemon <laughs> Destiny that's probably, Deoxys. That's probably three star because. Or no, three, three stars is like a decent sequel, I would say. I would say two stars are like any of the Land Before Time sequels <laughs> <laughs> that never stop. I'm thinking of so Pokemon like sequels past. two stars right there. Yep. Pokemon sequels past the Entei one. I didn't like the Entei one. Really? So basically past Mewtwo attacks or whatever the first one is. <laughs> they made another good. Mewtwo movie as well. But it's got Genesect in it, so it's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. You know Genesect like turns into a plane? <laughs> we'll say anything featuring Genesect is two stars. What's the dumb thing that Genesect does? You just said something cool about a plane. <laughs> no, no. Turn it, you think it's cool, but he's you realize a, he's a bug with guns. He's yeah, he's like an, a prehistoric bug that they turn into a plane. Uh, again, you just keep saying cool. We, we probably need to move on, but so three stars. Uh, wait, wait, so what's two stars? Uh, gen- <laughs> Pokemon with Genesect. No, how about like, uh, any sequels that aren't terrible, but you definitely didn't ask for them? How about anything past Aliens? Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Alien Three is pretty rough. Yeah, that's fine. Actually, I think Alien Resurrection might be a three star. I, I think Alien Resurrection is better than Alien Three yeah. for sure. Me too. I give Prometheus a three. I had fun. Yeah. That's a hey, that's a, that's a prequel, son. That <laughs> oh, ain't no sequel. <laughs> Prequels will be next week, right? What about uh, Jurassic Park three? Is that a two or a three? Ooh, Jurassic Park three is pretty bad. Yeah, that's like a two. I did, I, I did I enjoy it when I was three. a kid, though. Really? I would say that the second one's maybe a three. All right. I really don't like the third one. Nothing happens in it. No. But he plays the melodica. There's <laughs> no, that YouTube video is like a five. Not <laughs> just not the movie. Is that part where that, that... Uh, Velociraptor's riding on a plane with him and he talks to him? That's a good part. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Alan! <laughs> so what about a four star? Yeah, how are we categorizing a four star? A, 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 good, a good sequel. A good sequel that isn't Return of the King, my five star. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean that's that would be um, my five star, but I'm, it's like a that's like a whole series. Yeah, that, it's like it's I kind of feel like Return of the King is a four star. Really? Like, yeah, well, that's my least favorite of those three. It's still good, but oh wow, uh, it just goes on forever. What about for four star? What about like the Force Awakens? Yeah, that's a good I one. can concede that. I yeah. like Force Awakens a whole lot, but yeah, some four, of that's like I, I mean I, I do too. That's why it's a four star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, and then like Empire would be. A five star, right? Well, that's an ob- that's a pretty obvious five star. What about Jedi? Jedi, I would say, is like a four. Yeah, I would too. Are, are you talking about the one that hasn't come out yet? Yeah, the, the last, last Jedi. Jedi. Oh, four no. stars. I'm calling it now. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but Bobby has good ties with uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I think your best friend is Star Wars, right? No, I mean he's okay. <laughs> oh, is he listen? Does he listen to this podcast? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> You're gonna hurt his cool, feelings. If, if he does, then he is my best friend. <laughs> but uh, if not, then he's he's okay. <laughs> Godfather two. Never seen. Never it. seen it. It's good. It's, it's better either. than the first one. Never seen it. Oh, they're pretty good. You should watch them. You'll like them. What about the third one? I know that one's supposed to be good. <laughs> I I haven't seen it. I, I hear it's terrible. <laughs> um, Rocky four. <laughs> Rocky yes. Four. Yes. <laughs> Let's just agree that any movie with a robot that says "Happy Birthday, Polly" in it. <laughs> Happy Birthday, Polly. Let's just let's just say let's say a six star is anything that has a movie that says "Happy Birthday, Polly" in it. Th- that category yeah, so, of movies. So Rocky Four gets put in the Vampire's Kiss category. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. 
I mean, if Return of the King counts as a sequel, that would be that my, my five star. That's pretty much my favorite movie. I don't really like that one that much. I don't get why you guys like that one so much. The only problem with it that I can think of is that it ends three times. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty big problem. I, f- I feel like it well, not only doesn't have that. Good, like, not only does it have, have like that actual big ending, I feel like that fight scene is kind of like not great. I really like it. Mm. I mean, it's just like everything that everything is summed up in that movie, and maybe that's why I like it so much. I guess. I hate the second one. That one's my favorite. That one's my least favorite. That, I think <laughs> that fight is dumb. <laughs> that, Fellowship's my favorite. Fight. It does end dumb, but they pretty much all do. That's like the formula for Lord of the Rings. Is it gets really bad, and then something you didn't know about happens, and they win. I can't understand anyone. He's <laughs> just really upset about me not liking Return of the King. Well, I think that's it. All right, well, say goodbye, Spencer. Goodbye, Spencer. Oh, my God, he does it every uh-huh. time. He's so funny still. I, I think he's going to do a different oh. job, and then he gets me by oh. not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's going to be funny this time, and then he doesn't, and it gets me. <laughs> Alright, bye-bye. <laughs> See ya, everybody. Bye. to the northwest at a 45 degree angle 300 feet. Cyril will send himself upward to the northwest 300 feet. Rooney! <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> It'll be your ass! <laughs>